Welcome to Dear X, a storytelling podcast that showcases anonymous letters to ex-lovers with the aim of finding clarity, catharsis, closure, and saying fuck you when they deserve it. I'm Jen Pitch. Welcome to 2021. I hope you are able to spend New Year's with your loved ones, and I hope this year is filled with joy and safety, sovereignty, and good health. As I mentioned in the previous episode, I spent my New Year's in hotel quarantine in Auckland, New Zealand, so it was a quiet one for my partner and me. But our hotel was very close to the Sky Tower, where I believe the main fireworks display is held every year. So we got a pretty amazing view of the sky all lit up. Right now, I'm sitting on the floor of my bedroom in the little house we're staying at, which is just outside of a small city called Toronga. Apologies if I've butchered that pronunciation, by the way. This area is pretty fucking idyllic. You know, after living in the inner northern suburbs of Melbourne for five years, it feels really special to stay in a place that's remote and so lush with vegetation. Even the sounds of the cicadas and other bugs is magical. Anyway, to see some photos of where I'm staying, please check out the Dear X podcast Instagram. So today we have a listener submitted recording, and then I'm going to read out a short letter from a user who didn't want to record their voice. So let's listen to the first letter. Dear W, I'm a better person because of my time with you. I know my worth and how I should be treated. But don't be mistaken, even though I have good memories with you, in the end, I was still bitter. I gave 200% of myself to you, and you broke my heart. I fell fast and hard for you, and I know that's on me. After my last five-year relationship failed, I swore off any relationships for a year just to focus on myself. I was going to mend and heal and love myself, because that relationship was a roller coaster of emotions, heartbreak, and giant flashing signs of impending doom that, honestly, I missed. I needed time to learn to love myself. So I took it. In May, I decided, no one for the rest of the year. It's all about you from here on out. But then you showed up, like some unavoidable asteroid on a path to collide with me and destroy my entire world. On New Year's Eve, of all days, it was like the stars aligned and my year focusing on me was ending. There you were. You fell right into my DMs. Just like that, it was over for me. You were a face from the past. We went to school together, but never really talked. But eight years later, conversation and flirting came so naturally that it only took you one day to ask me on a date. The asteroid hit, and I couldn't say no. You took the reins. You set the pace. You spent almost every day talking to me. And my last ex spent almost two years not giving me any attention. I know that's probably my part in why we move so fast. At the time, I was just completely enamored by you. 
I never compared you to him, but I see now that you were everything my last love wasn't. You were sweet to me. You showered me with your attention. You were career-driven, with goals. Maybe you had your shit together. And you were aiming all of that drive right at me. You picked me up almost every day of the week, and I was soaking it up. Like I said, I fell fast and hard, and I think that's where it got weird, because you said you did too. We spent days, weekends, sometimes entire weeks together. You gave me a key to your apartment. Like I said, you set the pace. Just like that, it was over. You came to my home for a family game night. You gave me a late birthday card. Late because you had been sick. And then you gave me all the things I left at your house. Like a flip of a light switch. You said we were over. And I still have this stupid birthday card. Happy birthday. Enjoy the rest of your year. You didn't write the words. They were printed on the card. I'm sure you signed it before you were sick, but the timing for those words was shit. I'll never know what I did or didn't do, or why you changed your mind. You set the pace, after all. You could have slowed us down if things were getting too fast, but something made you say, Nah, fuck this, I'm out. I'll never know what it was or why. So I'm bitter. Bitter because of how you abruptly ended things. In my driveway on family game night that my sister invited you to. Your idea, after my birthday, with this stupid fucking card that I can't seem to throw away. Part of me wants to cross out where you wrote in my name, write in yours, and tape it to your apartment door. But a bigger part of me says, don't be that petty. You've already moved on. I'm a better person because you showed me the contrast in what I put up with for five years and what I deserve. All of the small, simple, sweet things that you did that were totally normal, you didn't think anything of, they blew me away. I realized I had the bar pretty low. You raised it and made me change my standards. I deserve those things, those small, simple, stupid little things. For opening my eyes to that, I thank you. I hate how you ended things with me and how I'll never know why but I'm grateful for the time that I spent with you and for learning what I deserve from a partner. I hope you moved on with someone you can love for longer than you love me. I know you'll never hear this letter. So I want to end it with a secret that I've only told three people about. I lost a child that I didn't know I had, and so did you. It was an early miscarriage. I never told you because you didn't want me And a child would never change that, especially because the child was gone. There was no point in hurting you for no reason at all. As bitter as I am over the end, I didn't want to make you feel pain. I know you want children. So I suffered alone, and I only told the closest to me. Because ignorance is bliss, and you didn't need that. From Jay. Here's Jay talking about what she gained from writing and recording her letter. It took me a while to do this project. 
um, mainly because life is crazy. And I have since moved on from this person. I've grown as a person myself, and I found someone who truly makes me happy. But when I read about this project, I was really into it. This particular ex of mine, he blocked me on all platforms, all ways of contact, and that was just, it was the end and that was it. I never got a chance to say anything to him, but I definitely wanted to process a lot. This letter, I wanted it to be a little positive. I did learn a great deal of what to expect and what to not settle for in a relationship in my future, and for that I'm grateful. But the end was just really shitty. It's something I wasn't able to get over. Especially a few months later, when I went through my miscarriage. Um, it's still a sensitive topic to me. I struggled for a while with, should I tell him? Is there any point in telling him? I had a friend tell me that, honestly, there was no point in telling him. The purpose would be solely to inflict pain on him. Maybe sometimes inflicting pain is what you feel like doing when you're hurt, but I found it in myself to decide that instead of doing that, I would get comfort from people who mattered to me, who wanted to be around me, and I would process that on my own. Being able to write this letter to my ex and tell him a secret that he'll probably never ever hear was really good for my mental health. And I'm so happy to have done this project for Jen and her podcast. Like, it's helped me a great deal, and I'm sure it'll help a lot of other people. It was good. I feel good. Thank you so much, Jay. And now I'm going to read a letter on behalf of D. Dear X, it has been three years since we ended. We were together for three months. Our first date was a night of rock and roll fueled reckless abandon, watching Kasabian at the Sydney Opera House. You did everything right. How could we not catch on fire? We had a lot of fun experiences in such a short amount of time. We went dancing, to comedy shows, picnics, concerts, dinners with your friends, horse riding, beach days, football games, hiking, singing songs on the couch at home, or watching TV. It was like we were trying to create a lifetime of memories to make up for the time spent in our previous relationships. Why did you go to so much effort? To show me your whole self and everyone important in your life, your best friends, your housemates, and even talk to your mum about me when just under the surface, you were still in love with her. Actually, you don't need to answer that, because I know. I still cannot believe you were the first man who treated me as a person instead of a possession. I miss that. We really should have gone on that holiday. I know you think about me sometimes and feel bad. Your best friend's wife told me. She asked me to stay friends with her and to keep in touch. 
I'm glad you showed me it is possible to be loved in a way I had only ever dreamed about. Thank you for that. I hope you are happy now. From D. Thank you for your submission, D. If you'd like to share your story, I would so love to hear from you. And just remember, your letters don't have to be sad or negative. In fact, I'd also love to hear some stories of relationships that ended well, or even some funny stories. That would be really awesome too. So check out my Instagram, which is at Dear X Podcast. There's a link there that will take you to a PDF with instructions on how to write your letter and some notes on how to record it as well. Also, if you'd like to submit something but, like D, don't want to record your voice, you are most welcome to send the letter and I will, of course, get it recorded. All submissions, rants, thoughts, whatever can be sent to dearxpodcast at gmail.com. And don't forget to show your support by subscribing and writing a review and telling all of your loved ones about this podcast. Thanks so much, everyone. Until next time, take care of yourselves.